Hello and welcome to the Mindful Movement Podcast. I'm Naya Kalmels and today we are talking about the breath. The breath is the first principle in Pilates movement principles. It's also a whole branch of yoga practice, pranayama, it's breath work, and it's often used for mental health, dealing with trauma, and just finding more relaxation both in the mind and the body. So as we explore the breath today, I think it's important to note that so many different backgrounds, movement principles, mind-body work focus on the breath, and there's good reason for that. The breath, as Joseph Pilates said, is our first act and our last act in life, and our life truly depends upon it. So the way in which we breathe affects the way that we move, and the way that we move affects the way that we breathe. There has been a lot of research done within the movement industry and within the anatomy um, community to look at how our breath can best be utilized to inform our movement and vice versa. And what has become of that is understanding that the body must be well aligned, like the bony structures need to be well aligned in order for the muscles around those bones, around the skeleton, can move properly. That's also true of the fascia, the ligaments and the tendons, and the nerves that run through um, those areas. So having your rib cage, spine, and pelvis properly aligned with each other will support the best outcome for your breath. And likewise, taking full deep breaths is the best way to let the muscles work in the way that they're intended to support a neutral rib cage, spine, and pelvis. So they go hand in hand. It's kind of hard to say what comes first, uh, breathing or alignment, the chicken or the egg. But I look at them as being um, a partnership and that they both need each other in order to work properly. So today we'll talk about three-dimensional breathing and how to use the three-dimensional breath to calm the mind and the body, really stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system, our rest and digest part of our central nervous system. We'll also talk about how using the breath in this three-dimensional way allows movement of the diaphragm and the pelvic floor to support the spine. And then it also provides an opportunity to tap into calming the mind and the body so that you can focus on the rest of whatever you have going on. If you're going into your movement practice, if you are going out and about into your day. So today we're talking about the breath and specifically how it relates to being the first Pilates principle, but you can also use this three-dimensional breathing at any point in your day and in your life. It doesn't actually have to be part of only your Pilates practice. So find a comfortable position. You can lie on the floor, you can be seated, you can be standing. If you are moving about, it would be most helpful to pause and focus on your breathing. But if that's not an option, then just make sure you're in a safe place 
as you focus on your breath. Traditionally, and there's been research and books written about breathing through the nose. So traditionally, we breathe in through the nose and exhale either through the mouth or the nose. For right now, I don't want where you're breathing into to distract you, but if you tend to be more of a mouth breather, see what it feels like to inhale through the nose. The nose and the passageways through the nose are designed to filter and warm the air, so it's considered to be a healthier way of breathing and taking in oxygen. And then exhale either through the nose or the mouth. And as you start to slow and deepen your breath, take breaths that are so deep that you can feel that you, so that you can feel the belly fill with air and then allow it to deflate or go back to its normal position. And if you know about anatomy, you know that the air isn't actually going into your belly but it feels like that's what's happening as you inhale and feel the belly expand. And as you exhale, feel the muscles around the belly contract to push the air out. Joseph Pilates would use the imagery of wringing out a towel. And he would said, you have to really squeeze it to get all of the impure air out of your lungs. So when we're exhaling, we're fully exhaling, releasing all of the impurities, releasing them from the body. As we continue to take these long, slow, and deep breaths, now focus your attention on creating more three-dimensional breath. So we are focusing on the belly, and that would be the front part of our body, but we want to feel the breath affect the sides and the back of the body so that they too can expand on the inhale and contract on the exhale. You might Take your hands and place them on the outsides of your rib cage so that you can feel the rib cage move with the expansion of the lungs and the movement of the diaphragm. And then on the exhale, feel them start to go back to their resting position as you release the air from your body. And as we continue to breathe full deep breaths, See if you can feel the rib cage press into your hands as you keep your hands on the outsides of your rib cage. With each breath, you'll feel the rib cage widen. And on your exhale, you'll feel the rib cage come back in again. Now take your hands and place them on the back of your rib cage. If you're lying down or if you're seated in a chair with a chair back, you can also Use the surface behind your back to press into or feel the ribcage expand there. Otherwise, place your hands at the base of the back of the ribcage. On your inhale, feel the ribcage expand into your hands. And on your exhale, feel the ribcage return back to its resting position again. Take a few breaths like this, inhaling deeply, and exhaling deeply. As you inhale, the diaphragm pulls down, as does the pelvic floor. And as you exhale, pelvic floor rises, diaphragm raises back up to its resting position again, pushing the air out. 
and inhale, drawing diaphragm and pelvic floor down. And exhale, diaphragm and pelvic floor rise again. As we continue to breathe like this, you might start to feel the accessory muscles of the breath. We often think about the lungs expanding and deflating with the breath. There's so much more that happens throughout the body than just what's happening in the lungs. Take one more breath here, inhaling deeply and exhaling fully. As you continue with your Pilates practice, see if you can incorporate three-dimensional breathing into all of our movements so that you have a continuous three-dimensional breath pattern no matter which exercises you're doing. It does get more challenging to maintain the three-dimensional breath when you're doing more challenging exercises, but if you're able to practice that and then maintain it as you do more challenging work, you'll be in a better position. Both your skeleton will actually be in a better position and your muscles will be better prepared to work in an efficient and effective way to support your body and whatever you're asking it to do. I encourage you to practice three-dimensional breathing, not just as part of your Pilates practice, but also as a nice way to decompress, to become more present, to draw more attention to how you breathe, and to find a little bit more peace throughout your day. I hope that this is helpful and let me know how it goes. Good luck with your three-dimensional breathing and don't forget to keep moving. Thank you.